Hello, my beautiful friends, and welcome to the Call Shelly podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Venable, life coach extraordinaire. I am so happy that you're tuning in today. Wherever you are, whatever your mindset, when you push play, I hope that this podcast will leave you better off than when you started. We all have needs, right? According to Google, we have five basic needs as humans. Food, water, shelter, clothing, and sleep. We need all of those things to survive. And if you're a functioning adult human, it is your responsibility to meet those needs. But I think when most of us talk about our needs being met, (laughs) we're not talking about those kinds of needs. We're talking about a very distinct genre of needs, the types of things that are specific to us that make us feel loved, appreciated, and adored. But unlike our basic needs, it's not our job to get those needs met. No, never. (laughs) And that's because somewhere along the way, a marketing executive convinced us that it wasn't our job to meet those needs. It was our significant other's job. Duh. And on top of that, they're also supposed to read our minds too. Because if we have to tell them what we want, oh, that's just so unromantic. Gives me the immediate ick. Y'all, and we wonder why there are so many people in unhappy relationships. Here's my hot take of the day. Are you ready? It is not your significant other's job to meet your needs. It's your job. And if you don't have a significant other, this goes for parents and friends and any relationship for that matter. As a functioning adult human, it is your job. It is your responsibility to get your needs met, period. Did I lose you? (laughs) Are you there? Here's the thing. I think people are so unhappy because one, They don't share their expectations or their desires with the people in their lives, i.e. they they make them read their minds, which is so unfair. Or two, if they are brave enough to share their expectations or desires and the person doesn't reciprocate or come through exactly how they wanted them to, then they're deemed not a good husband or friend or parent. And then the resentment starts to build. Here's what I think. I don't think anyone should be constantly doing things for a person that they're in a relationship with that they do not want to do. Yes, there's a time and a place for sacrifice, but why would you want someone that you love to do something that they do not want to do or be utterly miserable doing it? I know you don't want to do things that you don't want to do either. Okay, I'm going to give you an example. And since Valentine's Day was last week and it's fresh on our minds, I'm using this scenario. How many people got their feelings hurt because their significant other didn't buy them a gift or get them a card or post about them on social media? My guess is in the world, there were tons. 
And then what happens is that spirals into a fight or someone giving the other person the silent treatment and people having feelings of comparison and envy, seeing everyone else post about their amazing spouse that did all the right things. Y'all, most of this unhappiness could be avoided if we all just took responsibility for getting our needs met. This is what taking responsibility responsibility looks like. Hey, babe, I really love Valentine's Day. I love all the love and red hearts and roses and romance. Do you think you would be interested in participating in any of that for me? You don't have to spend a lot of money, or you can if you want to. I would honestly be thrilled if you got me flowers from Trader Joe's or a handwritten card. And he replies, Yeah, I mean, Valentine's Day isn't really my thing, but I can do that for you. Alternatively, he could say, you know, babe, Valentine's Day isn't really my thing. I don't think it will ever be my thing. I'm sorry. I don't want to participate. And then what I would do if I really loved Valentine's Day, I would celebrate it by sending all my girlfriend's handmade Valentine's and by getting myself the prettiest flowers and candy from the grocery store. I'm serious. Done and done. I definitely wouldn't create the narrative that he didn't love me because he didn't want to participate. I know the hardest part will probably be just letting it go if they said no, but here's my tip. Certainly one of your girlfriends is going through the same thing with their significant other, or your sister, or your mom, or your work bestie, or your single friend who doesn't have a significant other, what if the both of you sent one another Valentine's instead and make it a yearly tradition? And you know what the result is with all this? You're happy and your significant other is happy. No unhappy relationships going on here. No, thank you. Okay, I'm going to break this whole thing down into steps just to make it a little more clear. Number one, the first thing you have to do is identify what you want or need. This is very important. This will help you to communicate clearly what that is. In the case of the Valentines, do you want flowers? Do you want a card? Do you want to go out to a dinner? Get specific. Don't be afraid to be specific because here's the thing. So many times, We aren't clear about what we want, and then we don't get what we want, and then we're upset. (laughs) Get clear on what you want or need and be specific. Number two, the next step is to ask for it. (laughs) No one can read your mind. I'm going to say that again. No one can read your mind. It's actually not very loving to assume that people can read your mind. Just do it, (laughs) but ask knowing in advance that the person could say no, and that's okay. They're allowed. Number three, if your significant other, friend, parent, etc. is down for what you're asking for, yay, that is a want match. You both want the same thing, which is easy breezy, done. Everyone is happy, and you can move on. Number four, 
If your significant other, friend, parent, etc., is not down, you say, okay, cool, I get it. And you let it go and you move on to the next step. The next step is you look for another person <laughs> to fulfill that need. No, seriously, I'm going to give an example. So my want or need is that I love to travel near and far. Before I met Douglas, my husband, I traveled the world. And I love to go to new places and explore and go to all the museums and eat all the food and walk 20 million thousand steps a day. And that is a vibe that I'm into. Um, Douglas is not. <laughs> my husband is not so much. He loves a road trip. He loves going short distances. He doesn't necessarily like getting on planes and going to foreign lands. So the fact is my want is to go on extravagant trips that are far away. Douglas doesn't want that. So I asked him for that and he doesn't want that. But I have plenty of girlfriends who love to travel. And so it's very easy for me to ask them. And I have, and I've gone on plenty of trips with them to places that Douglas doesn't want to necessarily go. And do you know what that saves everyone? A lot of frustration, a lot of tension. Because here's the alternative. My want could be that I want to go on these trips and I force Douglas to go and he's unhappy the whole time. And because he's unhappy, I'm unhappy. And then why did we even go in the first place, right? When we could just as easily bypass all that frustration, I could invite my travel loving sister or friends who want to travel anyway. We have a blast. Again, everyone is happy. This is taking responsibility for your own wants and needs. Taking responsibility for your own happiness. And when we take responsibility, we stop looking to other people to do it for us. And in turn, it takes the pressure off the people in our lives. And I believe the result is a far richer fuller and more satisfying life and relationships. Oh, I hope this helped. <laughs> You're amazing. And I love you. Thank you for listening. You don't know how much it means to me. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving a review. Your genuine opinion helps new listeners decide if this podcast is worth their time. And also, when I see a new review, it just surprises and delights me. I don't have a website yet, but you can find me, Call Shelly, on all the social platforms. Please come say hello. I would love to hear from you. And stay tuned for more episodes like this coming soon. Have a beautiful day. <laughs>